0: Welcome to What's Up with Dr. Rupp, where we explore the supernatural. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Rupp. Hi and welcome to another episode. Today the supernatural hot topic that we're going to talk about is the topic of aliens and UFOs. And of course, UFOs are unidentified flying Objects. Now, there have been all kinds of reports about UFOs, um, sightings of reported UFOs, tens of thousands of reported sightings, including with um, having occupants, some with sketches, different things like nocturnal lights, daylight disc, radar visuals, all kinds of different reports of ufos we have close encounters of the first kind where people observe a ufo but there's no interaction we have close encounters of the second kind where there's some kind of an interaction or interference of some kind people have reported car ignition system problems um, problems with electronic gear burns on the ground physical effects on plants animals and humans we have Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Occupants report things like temporary detainment of witnesses. So that's the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Then we have Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind, which is alien abduction. And Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, which is communication between human and alien. So, UFOs. have been around for a little while, but not too long. The first reported sighting was around 1947. But we've had religions that have been developed and evolved from UFOs. So we've got all kinds of different religions that have come about. Many of you might remember Marshall Applewhite. He believed that he was from another planet, and he founded a UFO religion along with his companion, Bonnie Lou Truesdale Nettles, and they ended up changing their name to Bo and Peep, to rep- represent themselves as shepherds of God's people. But they believed that extraterrestrial beings communicated and visited with them on a regular basis and would travel and lecture on and near college campuses about these extraterrestrials, And they became the subjects of a book that identified them as possibly being the two witnesses from Revelation 11 from the Bible. They were featured on an NBC movie called The Mysterious 2 in 1982, and their cult, Heaven's Gate, I'm sure a lot of you remember this, they committed mass suicide in the belief that they would shed their earthly container, their human body, and catch a ride on a spaceship that they believed was trailing the Hale-Bopp comet in 1997. So there's other UFO religions. There's some of these I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to, pr- to pronounce correctly, but there was swedenborgianism Theosophy, the Mighty I Am movement. Um, the guy behind this, Guy Ballard, he claimed that he was visited by 12 Venusians, seven male and five female, at the Grand Teton mountain range. Another UFO religion is the Urantia Foundation, the Figu Society, F-I-G-U Society. International Raelian Movement, the Unarius Academy of Science, the Atherius Society, hopefully I'm pronouncing these right, Um, but anyway, there's all kinds of different religions and cults and groups that have been established based on UFOs, Unidentified Flying Objects. Um, a lot of these things, if you start to look into them, you'll see that a lot of them are based, and their beliefs come from different things like New Age and occult practices, such as telepathy, astral projection, channeling, automatic writing, and info that was given to them with encounters from these beings. It's all non-biblical with the this, this stuff that they're they're claiming. Um like I said, there's different new age practices that have been involved things. You know, you hear some of the things and you're like, well, that sounds like having a spirit guide, which is a new age thing, which ends up being a demonic spirit. And then you hear different things that happen because of drug use. And when people start to trip, they report these different things, like having encounters with supernatural beings. Um, Sometimes they think that it's spirits that are sent to help facilitate their like emotional healing and rid them from trauma and past wounds. But it's all, we'll get there in a minute. (laughs) Okay, so aliens and UFOs. First thing you want to ask is, are aliens biblical. No, they're not. They're absolutely not biblical. The Bible does not mention life or creatures that live on any other planet. We have Genesis 1.1 that says that God created the heavens. So we'll get to that in a minute, too, with the heavens. But God created the heavens and the earth, and then verse two goes on to say what He created on the earth and on which day and it says he created vegetation, the sun, the moon, the stars, creatures in the in the water, birds, livestock, and then that He created mankind in his own image. It says nothing. the Bible says nothing about life on other planets or about alien beings, and we know that everything was created by God, there's no mention of any alien beings. So what does fit according to biblical records? What, what fits it's demons. So demonic spirits and the Bible does talk about different ranks or levels of demons that are now on earth and possibly the second heaven. It might be just the first heaven, but it could be the second heaven. So the, um, on the earth, the Bible talks about supernatural beings that were used to be called angels. One of um, so there's supernatural beings, they are angels, but one of them, Lucifer, rebelled against God. He was cast out of heaven, down to the earth, and one third of the angels that we now call fallen angels or demons were cast out of heaven with him down to the earth. In Revelations 12 9, it tells us. The great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Now, there's a possibility that they also, demons can also reside in the, in the first or the second heaven. We, can't, we hear um, in Ephesians 2.2, 2, it says that um, demons and Satan, that Satan is the ruler of the kingdom of the air and demons are talked about demons are talked about as being spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms in Ephesians 6:12 so the first heaven is earth's atmosphere so the air we breathe the atmosphere around heaven and we see in Psalm 104:12 it speaks of the birds of the heavens so this would be the first heaven it's the atmosphere of earth then we have the second heaven which is outer space. So in Isaiah 13, 10, we find that the stars of heaven and their constellations is the reference to the second heaven or outer space. And then we have the third heaven, and that is where God lives. So Revelations 11, 19 describes the opening of God's temple in heaven, the third heaven or God's dwelling place. So one of the things I want to talk about is it's really important, I think, to figure out when UFOs were first reported and like i said the first the first kind of mention of them was around 1947 and britannica records that the first well-known ufo ufo sighting was in 1947 when businessman kenneth arnold claimed to see a group of nine high-speed objects near Mount Rainier in Washington while flying his small plane. So Arnold estimated the speed of the crescent-shaped objects as several thousand miles per hour and said they moved like saucers skipping on water. And in the newspaper report that followed, it was mistakenly stated that the objects were saucer-shaped, hence the term flying saucer. So what else happened around that time, around 1947? Israel became a nation again in 1948. And why is that important? Why why is Israel becoming a nation in 1948 important? Because according to biblical prophecy, Israel has to be reestablished as a nation before Jesus comes back and before the end of time. And really, there aren't that many biblical prophecies that still have yet to be fulfilled. So when Israel became, became a nation again, that that was a sign to a lot of people that we're really close to the end times. And if we're close to the end times, then there's something that happens in the end times. What is that? It's going to be the rapture. And that's where millions of believers in Jesus are going to be taken from the earth. And there's going to have to be an explanation for where they went. And some people might want to use the, the excuse or the reason that they were abducted by UFOs to try to, you know, sway people from believing in Jesus. But the Bible clearly says that we're going to be raptured. So we have 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 54 says, behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, which in this verse means die. So we shall not all die, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed for this perishable for this perishable body must put on the imperishable and this mortal body must put on immortality when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality then shall come to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory and in 1st Thessalonians 4:17 it says, then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. And so it's it's saying we're going to be caught up, we're going to be lifted up into the air, into the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And we have prior examples of this happening in scripture. The Bible's a supernatural book. There's all kinds of supernatural things that happened in it. And we know that there are at least three people in the Bible that were lifted up into the air and did not die. They were just lifted up and left. So we have Enoch in Genesis 5:24. It says Enoch walked faithfully with God, then he was no more because God took him away. And in Elijah, second or for Elijah in 2 Kings 2:11. 2, Um, we know that Elijah and Elisha were walking along and talking together and suddenly this chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared, separated the two of them. And Elijah was taken up to heaven in a whirlwind with Elisha watching. And then this happened with Jesus as well in Acts 1, 9, um, you know, after his, I think it was 40 days that he was on the earth after he had risen from the dead and appeared to people and let them know that he was still alive. He's standing talking to his disciples. They're they're watching him. He's taken up, he's lifted up into the air and taken up and a cloud received him and and removed wow. <clears throat> him from their sight. So we have biblical precedent for this happening. We have the Bible telling us that, you know, we're going to be raptured up And so that's gonna have to be explained to people. Okay, so what about UFOs? I believe that UFOs are our country or another country's tech. There are, you know, spy technology most likely. And when the craft from Roswell, New Mexico was found in 1947, the government changes the story multiple times about what that was. So first they said that it was a flying saucer because it had been reported just shortly before that that this guy had had seen this flying saucer and he thought it was alien cargo. Well, so the government first said, "Oh yeah, you know this is this is one of those flying saucers." Well, then they quickly, very quickly afterwards, changed it and they said it was a weather balloon that had crashed and that's all it was. It was just a weather balloon that it w- had crashed. But then in 1994 the U.S. Air Force actually released a report and they conceded that the weather balloon story had been bogus. And according to the 1994 explanation, the wreckage came from a spy device created for an until then classified project called Project Muggle. The device, a connected string of high altitude balloons equipped with microphones, was was designed to float furtively over the USSR, detecting sound waves at a stealth distance. These balloons would ostensibly monitor the Soviet government's attempts at testing their own atomic bomb. Because this project was a covert operation, the new report claimed a false explanation of the crash was necessary to prevent giving away any details of their spy work. So, our government first said it was a flying saucer, and then they said that it was a weather balloon. And then they said, No, you know, it was it was our spy tech that we designed to, to go over the USSR. Now this conflicts with yet another explanation. Supposedly, there was an insider who had given information to an investigative journalist. She ended up writing and publishing a book called Area 51, and the explanation here was that there was Russian writing on the inside of the craft from Roswell, New Mexico, and they, you know, speculated that it was a Russian spy craft. So, either way, we've got different stories here, but it's it's not likely that it's alien tech when there's no mention of aliens in the bible there's no mention of you know other planets that have life living on them in the bible so it's it's likely that it's spy tech ours or another country with all of these ufo's even even the ones that we're continuing to see today you know we we've, we've seen recently different tic tac shaped ufo's different um unidentified flying objects that can come out of the water, come up, fly around, and go back down into the water. We've seen all these different videos on YouTube. I'm sure all of you have. So there's another aspect to this. So we've, we've talked about UFOs a little bit, but let's talk about aliens for a second. So again, they're not mentioned anywhere in the Bible. There's no life forces on any of the planets mentioned in the Bible. And it's very interesting what happens when people rebuke what they think are aliens using the name of jesus and what happens when they do this is that aliens flee and there's many different accounts of this people using the name of jesus or reading scripture or praying and you know reading the lord's prayer and all kinds of different accounts of this online about what people say happened when they encountered an alien and they rebuked it and treated it in the way that you see demons treated in the Bible. So one woman was in the process of being abducted and she said the Lord's prayer out loud and the abduction stopped and and they left. Another person cried out and said, Jesus Christ, help me. And it's reported that the demons screamed and ran through a wall. Now, if it's an alien, it's not likely able to go through a wall if it's, you know, a physical actual thing. But demons are spirit beings and spirit beings can certainly go through a wall. So another person, um, they had become paralyzed and they were floating levitating, levitating off of their bed. And when they said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, the, the everything stopped. They were not paralyzed anymore. They were no longer levitating and, and the aliens were gone. So what other beings flee at the name of Jesus? Demons. So there's many, 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 many biblical accounts of demons being cast out, fleeing at the name of Jesus, being rebuked in Jesus' name. I do want to mention, real quick, one other thing. So there's a book called The Kingdom of the Occult by Walter Martin. And in this book, um, it says that several UFO researchers have arrived at the conclusion that demons may play a large role in some of the sightings so demons may play a large role in some of the sightings because the apparent contacts with these extraterrestrials based on the is um they're saying that it's most likely demons because based on the message content from these beings the things that the the Aliens, demons are speaking to them, relaying to them the message content. Based on that content, they believe that it is demonic. So let's do a little recap here. Aliens are not biblical. There's no mention of them or any other life on any other planet in the Bible. The Bible does talk about demons. And God actually told me that what people are seeing when they report seeing aliens is demons. They're actually seeing demons. And these supposed aliens flee when they're rebuked using the name of Jesus or scripture or prayer, just like demons do. And UFOs are likely spy tech from our country or from another country. So what can you do if you ever run into what you think is an alien or a demon, either one? You rebuke it, you tell it to go away in Jesus' name. You can pray and ask God for help. You can simply say the words help Jesus. If you're scared and don't know what to say, I don't know how many times I tell people, you know, if you're scared, you don't know what to say, you don't know what to pray, just say help Jesus. And the Bible says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And the word saved there, it can mean many different things. It can mean when you call on the name of the Lord, you can you can receive salvation and forgiveness of sins. It can mean healing. It can mean deliverance from demonic spirits. It can mean just protection and safety. So everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would um, invite you to join our Facebook group for all things related to this podcast. It's called What's Up with Dr. Rupp Facebook group. You can just go and find it. And with that, I will bid you farewell until the next episode. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to explore the supernatural on What's Up with Dr. Ruck.